0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR presents. This is going to be about the guardian game stats that Bungie put out in their weekly blog post. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google play Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at sayno 2 to rage.com. And if you're listening to this on uh, YouTube or watching on YouTube, hitting like, share, subscribe, the bell button, all those things help me out. And if you want to listen to the entire episodes as a podcast, both this and the Q and a, you can look for SNTR presents on any podcast platform. So let's jump right into it. I'm going to try and do my best to it lets you kind of figure out what you're looking at here on the board. I'm also going to walk through weighted, how they decided to weight it, how they decided to even inform this graph. This graph is informed by their 30 days that they kind of scanned of what people were doing. Uh, and then I want to talk about how the bar graph tells the story. This really, really gives a clear picture as to what people have been doing and why hunters and titans have been so separated. Uh, they also talked about like what is it what does it mean? Why are the flags moving the way that they're moving? We finally have an explanation for why they move so dramatically and then titans turning in more metals is another thing I want to talk about so first and foremost this graph here I believe tells the story but before we can talk about that we need to scroll up and read exactly how they normalize this because they basically in this paragraph here in the TWAB they decided they wanted to normalize the way the event went based on the pool of potential potential players and how do they do that they said for each class we counted every character who played at least one activity over the 30 days prior to the event and then divided that result by the total across all three classes so all you had to do in the last 30 days was boot up and play one event with your hunter and that's really what what slanted hunters and looking making them look like they over we're gonna overwhelm the competition I think one of the leading things that really, really led to this is Trials of Osiris so this method that they used, I'm concerned, really didn't measure allegiance to a class but only really measured the last 30 days of trends in the community and I believe that Trials of Osiris and PvP in general really contributed to a rise in hunters I myself have a stronger allegiance, if you check all my stats over the last, you know, couple of years even since the game launched, I have a much stronger allegiance and more hours logged with a titan, than a warlock, and hunters always last for me, okay? But in the last 30 days, I've played more on my Hunter because I've been playing Trials. I've been dipping my toe into more Crucible. So the concern I have with the way that they did this was is they made projections and predictions based off of that as opposed to basing it off of how the event was designed. If we ignore the last 30 days of player behavior and we just look at how the event was designed, I think you'll start to see why Titans really started to run away with it. I also think Class allegiance should have been measured more long-term. They should have looked at a longer sampling. Okay, over the last year, where do we find people being more and, and, and logging more hours and having more allegiance? I know the concern there would be, oh, in the past, a lot of those players may have stopped playing. The current player pools is trending toward hunters, and I think that that really skewed the numbers to a certain degree. I think they also should have made this more activity-focused and not ability-focused. The focus on abilities really made people analyze which is the class where I can really lean on and, you know, take the path of least resistance. People are trying to get the the gun as fast as possible, so they're going to take the path of least resistance. Also, they designed this in a way where you get more laurels, which then completes medals faster, if you match the class of the people that you're playing with that tends to grate against it being a competition you're encouraging friends and fire teams to um i, I guess homogenize would be the word That basically like get off your hunter or your warlock switch to the one that i'm on and that again i think created some trends that led to what's happening now this graph represents everything they just talked about right before the graph is shown they said this graph shows how many of each class actually participated relative to how many characters each class had active during the prior 30 days so the prior 30 days creates a baseline the zero percent on this graph is your baseline basically what what is what is the average of how many people were engaging with in the last 30 days. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, I have a graph, like a bar graph in front of me, April 21st to April 28th. It's a week. It's the first week. And on this graph, starting on April 23rd, you see a very clear trend emerge. There is an upward slope. The 23rd all the way to the 27th. Every day, more Titans log in and contribute to... To the, uh, to the daily totals the other thing you can see and it's a little bit harder to see this because they go down instead of up but if you look at the blue bars they go down almost an equal amount each day in relation to the red bar so on the first day warlocks went down 5.4% and the red bar went up 73 very similar and then the next day the red bar went up even more 88 and the blue bar proportionately went down more as well 75 there is a slope, there is a slope here of the red, it goes d- 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 up to the 27th and then down again on the 28th and the exact same slope exists on the blue bars it goes down all the way and then it peaks, 26th and 27th are very very close, it's basically it's peak and then it slopes downward on the 28th it is a, it is a synchronized slope now, the, the mo- one of the more notable things here that people might not be realizing is, warlocks are rock solid warlocks starting on the 23rd, they don't budge. Their behavior the prior, you know, the previous 30 days is almost identical to their behavior in the first week of this event. They move by fractions of a percentage, like fractions, okay, every day. Warlocks are like rock solid. To me, when you look at this, it tells the story. Hunters basically just started pivoting to their Titans, because again, I don't think the previous 30 days of measurements actually accounted for allegiance, it merely accounted for what people were doing, which is a trend toward Hunters that makes sense with Trials keep in mind, I have been playing more on my Titan. I did the same thing that this graph shows. I started out on my Hunter, I thought they're going to be down, they're going to be the underdog, their medals aren't going to count as much so I played on my Hunter and I have been playing more on my Hunter the last 30 days but as soon As soon as i realized the way that the event worked and i looked at the bounties i started getting on my titan the other thing we've been looking at is bounty design is bad for hunters they're asked to do things that are more strange and more outside of what's normal for smoke bombs as well as they're asked to do just more for no reason the 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 bounty that asks you to get 10 kills in a single super is harder for hunters. They have to do it 3 times instead of just 2. That naturally takes it makes it take longer. And again, naturally will create an aversion and people will avoid it cuz they want to take the path of least resistance. A lot of people are going to reply and say hunters can create laurels just as fast, top tree arc, you know, that it's this isn't difficult for them to do. Again, it's all about perception. And it's very very clear the trend of titans going up is in direct relation to hunters going down. They're basically flipping teams. This, this again, this graph is, is basically showing you Titan usage has gone up in comparison to the last 30 days and Hunter usage has gone down in comparison to the last 30 days and again I think that's because the last 30 days are more indicative of Hunters going up for a particular thing the other thing at play here is if you look at the increase in hunter activity in the last 30 days, my question would be, what percentage of those activities were strictly PvP? There are five potential metal categories, four of them are non-PVP medals: Reckoning, I'm sorry, not Reckoning, Forges, Destination, Gambit, and Strikes. Four out of the five medals are non-PVP. PvP. So again, if the trend in the last 30 days was, oh, there's way more hunters, how many of them were explicitly only playing PvP? I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm not taking away from Titan's victory. Again, I have played more on my Titan. I am saying for the future, if you're going to do an event like this, this was structured in a way that is now just showing. Titan's winning is not indicative of allegiances in the community. It's indicative and symptomatic of how the event was Designed. It was designed to really push people in this way. Lastly, let's talk about the flags. If you scroll down to where they talk about the flags, oh, and metal turn ins, let's start there. This graph is a little confusing because it goes up to 12 and you can only turn in seven medals a day, but your medals are worth four for a weekly, two for a daily, and one point for a repeatable. This is showing the average of points per day. So Titans are also turning in more medals every day. So they're not just more of them in a huge number. If there was an equal number of hunters, titans, and warlocks playing every day, titans would still be winning, right? They would still be winning because titans are actually turning in more medals per day. Again, I believe that is in relation to the fact that the medals get completed faster and again just shows that the, the event is favoring titans in a, in, a, in a way that doesn't take away from their victory. It just, it's really, really easy for them to create laurels. Then they talk about the flags down here. So the reason there's a big huge surge at the beginning of the day 30 minutes in is because when the flags are in the middle, that represents 33%. Getting to the top of your flag represents 38% of the total of the community and then it goes down. If you're at the bottom of your poll, you're at 28% or less. So if you're at the top of the poll, you have 38% or more of the turned in medals. And if you're at the bottom of your poll, you have 28% of the total for that day or less. This is why 30 minutes in there's just this huge shift on the flags because it's not representing the total. This is kind of a weird way of doing doing it, but they kind of had to do it this way. This led to a lot of confusion. It also led to I believe demoralization of the of the opposing teams. Like hunters are like, "Oh my gosh, we got crushed within the first 30 minutes. What's the point?" And then they flip and they I think a lot of people flipped in their front running. I was doing that. Oh, let's just back the leaders. Why not? You get a golden reward if you back the winning team the next day. So, The fact that you know Bungie dispelled the fact that people were cheating well they didn't dispel it, they just said it's not having an impact. People were trying to cheat, it just wasn't working. It to me is very clear, Bungie has to learn from this event and if you're going to do something like this, it should have been activities based. Just pick your favorite class and play a bunch of activities to contribute to the total. Don't make Crucible players leave Crucible. Don't make PVE players leave PVE. Let them pick their favorite class and just play. This was abilities based with a sharp lean toward pve activities which really really hurt the cause of the hunters and made a lot of people flip again this graph just tells the whole story hunters flip-flopped and titans are crushing it they will not be unseated there's simply no way these trends shift sharp enough to take away from titans they have basically already won the event it's a hard lesson for bungie to learn but i think the data will help them going forward to not make it so narrow or sore weighted towards one certain class or against another class we're gonna go to q a next if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live at sayno 2 to rage.com as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR presents. This is going to be the Q and a that followed my talk about the guardian game stats that Bungie outlined in their blog. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google play Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at sayno to rage.com. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, like share, subscribe and the bell button really helps me out. If you like the idea of listening to these as entire podcast episodes that talk in the Q and a together, you can search for SNTR presents on all of the podcast platforms. Let's get into the first question from G. Do you think that the higher profile bans are the best move for Bungie to make in order to curve the exploding interest for players to cheat in some fashion? This is a little off topic, but I let it slide because it is a pretty big and significant topic right now. My thoughts on this are very simple. I will read you exactly what I tweeted because I took a couple, you know, I took a minute or two to really think about how I wanted to talk about this and it's very simple. All right. First, nobody gets banned because of mass reporting. If you get banned, it's because Bungie checked it and verified it and you're a cheater. Bye You you do not pass go, suck it, scumbags. Like, the people that got banned and now they're claiming it's like, oh, I got mass reported or harassed or whatever. No, you're frickin' liars and cheating scum and get out of the community goodbye forever. Second, the second point that I want to make about this is that streamers that were playing with cheaters after the TWAB that said Bungie was now reserving the right going forward to restrict... People who play with cheaters, meaning if you're playing with somebody and it's kind of apparent that you should have known or maybe you did know, you're going to get a restriction. I think if there are known streamers that after that TWAB went out, played with cheaters, played with people that a simple look at their stats would have told you something was going on, I think that there should be restrictions enforced on those people. Make examples of them, show zero tolerance, and then let's all move forward. I don't have it in for anybody. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's career. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's stream. But after Bungie rolled that TWAB out, some of these guys should have done their due diligence. It was very apparent that they were playing with very suspicious players, and their stats were... Their stats made that abundantly clear. So you can't claim ignorance. You can't shrug, shrug your shoulders and say you didn't do anything wrong. You deserve to be uh, given a restriction. I say for a week, and then after that, I'm fine with just moving forward and just... You know, let the dust settle, let bygones be bygones. You should have known better. I'm not going to presume or assume or project onto anybody. You know, I don't look, you knew and you did it on purpose. It, that's not my place to judge your heart. And you, uh, but you do deserve to be made an example of. Um, and that's about all all I can say. I'm not going to go after a specific person. I'm not. I'm not. Now, the people that were streaming and cheating, I hope Twitch takes action and bans their streams, because that's also something in terms of service that needs to be enforced. These people are bad for the game, the community, and they're bad for the Twitch platform, and I don't want to share it with them. So, goodbye and don't come back. You know, you're, you're knowingly streaming cheating, so that's terrible for the industry, and it's terrible for what we do. So... Uh Steezics. What if they did a class specific exotic for this event, like D one class exotics? I think it would have made it more competitive overall. I don't think so. Somebody suggested this and thought it would restrict people from using exotics and it would have like helped even the playing field or something. Skullfort's not even the real offender here. I just the bounties in general are better suited for for the the Titans, if you look at the, what the bounties ask you to do, uh, they're better suited for Titans. And the creating of laurels, it just feels better on a Titan. I create a junk with my a junk ton with my Warlock, and then I got to go pick them up. And the Hunter, it's fun, but I have to keep dodging. And again, this graph right here, it clearly shows that. Hunters did not have... The rise in Hunter usage the last 30 days preceding the event was not indicative of class allegiance. It was just indicative of Trials and Crucible really pushing people to feel like Hunters are the best class, especially with Wormhusk. And so, I, this listen, to be clear what this graph represents, I didn't make this clear enough in my video, I don't think. This graph does not represent Hunters just not playing or suddenly stopping playing. This represents a decrease when compared to the 30 days that Bungie measured. That's all this is. They took 30 days of player behavior and when you see a decline in the blue bars, that means only compared to the last 30 days was there a 9.5% decrease in hunter play time, you know, players logging in and doing one activity on April 25th, right? That 9.5 decrease is only against those stats the last 30 days this isn't like, you know, X number of players are logging in and then switching. This is only compared to the last 30 days. Again, that is not indicative of Class Allegiance. I believe that these stats right here, again, as I've said many times, are symptomatic to how the event was designed. Not This is not representative of what the community thinks about the classes or how they choose a class or play one. Freak uh, freaking freaking says, how should they judge allegiance to a class players who played all classes before the event are being counted in this total for all classes even if they play only one class in the event, well and that's why I feel like they should have taken a larger sampling if, like, my allegiance is clearly not to hunters even though for the last 30 days I've played on my hunter more and I have I have tipped the scales, right? There were literal days in the last 30 days where I only played on my hunter. Why? Well, because I was either gearing up or getting ready for trials or playing trials. So my allegiance traditionally and even historically within Destiny 2 is more weighted towards titans and then warlocks and then hunters get the least amount of play from me. And yet it didn't look like that for the last 30 days, so I believe they should have sampled that what they should have done is taken those 30 days of those active players, and then they should have run reports on those active players for the last 12 months. You don't need to run a 12-month report on the entire community, just the active community. Okay, here's what all these players did in the last 30 days. What do they do the last 12 months? And you're I think your player allegiance trends would have been quite a bit different. And, it, all, and it, it would have shown here that people really bounce around quite a bit dependent upon what's going on. Bungie would have seen, oh wow, when Season of the Worthy started with Trials, a lot of these people that were traditionally allegiant to Warlocks or Titans suddenly were on Hunters. Well, that tells you something. That tells you that your event isn't really going to lock them in to be allegiant to Hunters. It tells you that they've been playing Hunters a lot the last 30 days is all that tells you. Um, the negative one. What would the optimal Guardian games look like? Equal PVP to PVE ratio, more thoughtfulness throughout the bounties, uh, a whole new layout altogether. I think it would have been far better. It would have been far better to say, let's just let people play activities and be it activities based. And so the way I phrased it was this: I should be able to get a gold medal. For five strikes, and then a silver medal for three strikes, and then like a bronze medal for one strike, and it doesn't. And, and I, so then I just pick which one I want to get those those medals on. Okay. Now initially you would have had people bouncing around on all their classes, but if you only have two hours and your favorite class is hunter, you're just going to go run strikes. You're not going to give a crap about, oh, what titans are faster or the bounty's this or the bounty's that. No, 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 no. Your goal is just to go run the activities, right? Now, PvE versus PvE would have probably still swayed it because PvP would have had a lot of hunters that were like, oh, well, I only can get these, I I can only get so many medals from PvP, right? And maybe Bungie could say, okay, you can go to Ava and you can get a gold, silver, and bronze medal, and when you get it, it says, meet these requirements, and it could say, run 5 strikes or 5 crucible matches and so then it's just up to you which you feel like doing right? so the hunters wouldn't feel like oh I have to go run strikes they'd be like no I can do one or the other and then after you're done with those medals you can get 3 more and so you can get an allotment of 6 medals per day and then you have the 1 the 7th one that kind of like just tracks bounty completions or something or or maybe not maybe not even do that at all so then, the guys that like PVE are like, "Oh, I can run five forges, five strikes, or five crucible matches." Maybe not make it that simple because you'd want to like time it out, right? Because forges probably are going to go faster than strikes or whatever. If they were to do that, then it would not have been about like, "Well, what? Where? Where am I going to go here?" Because if you look at the if you look at the bounties, it really hurt this. I think it really hurt the hunters. You can clearly see every bar here. It's like the blue bar goes down almost equal to the red bar going up. The the more the hunters played, the more they looked at it. They're like, oh, the Titans are just better for this. And again, it spreads because if your friends are playing on Titan, you get your laurels faster. If you're also on Titan, that also, I think, grates against the competition. If I'm going into a strike with my buddy and he's Warlock and my my other buddy's a Titan and I'm a hunter we shouldn't feel like that's a deficient way to engage with the content, because now you're like, oh yeah, come in and pick your favorite class, but if your friends aren't on the same class as you, uh, you're gonna take longer to generate laurels, like, it shouldn't be like that either. I would simplify it in a a a, a, a much more significant way. Because then it would have been, oh, yeah, who plays the most, who's the most driven, you know, who can really... And then if they would have weighted it, then you could have said, oh, well, you have to wait it, you know, if in the last six months, you know, way more hunters are logging in every day, the the weighted nature of it would have made sense. But in this situation, they only base it off of 30 days. I think trials significantly slanted their data, and then when you looked at the actual bounties and the way that you create laurels, people just started leaning towards titans. You can say it to your blue in the face, like, "Oh, I can make I can make laurels just as fast on a hunter with this, 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 and this, or this on a warlock with this, 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 and this." I, uh, Code of the Juggernaut is just built for this event. It just is. It shouldn't have been about abilities. It should have been about, um, it should have been about just playing. We talked about this this morning. Like, if you're gonna do like raw DPS competitions, like, "Yeah, you got 10 seconds. Who can do the most dips?" A hunter's going to put on Celestial Nighthawk and you will never, ever win. Why? Well, because the competition is is crafted in a way that makes the hunters just better at it. Um, And so I know that's like a real specific example, but I don't think that, again, I don't think the contest is showing us which class is better or which classes are more popular. It's just, this is what the Destiny community is going to do. They're going to take the path of least resistance. We've been saying this for a couple of days and the graphs really tell the story. uh, stamp, stamp flea? Do stats suggest that Titans and Warlocks are more committed to their respective classes than Hunters are? I would say Warlocks, yes. I would be so, so interested to see the stats of people that run Warlock the most. What percentage of those players is that their only character? The Warlocks on this, on this graph are far more interesting to me. Then the hunters and the titans flip-flopping, the warlocks don't budge. It's it's crazy. So the last thirty days of warlock behavior, it hasn't it does it it doesn't change. When you look at April twenty third all the way to twenty eighth, there's never there's never even a full percentage point of of movement. There was two percent of movement on the twenty first and the twenty second, and then after that, it's always less than a percentage point of movement. That's that is crazy. That is honestly the most interesting thing of this bar graph is the Warlocks just don't, they don't budge. They are faithfully logging in at almost the exact same interval the last 30 days. That is a very, very interesting data point. It really is. They're not even swayed by the competition. They're not swayed by any of it. They're not swayed by the laurel creation or the bounties. The irony of the warlocks being locked in and barely budging is their laurel creation is slower. It's the slowest. You gotta kinda go in the air and, like, create grenades and then melee and then you gotta go pick them all up. Hunters and titans are arguably way faster at creating laurels and the warlocks just do not give a rip. They are just, they are, they are locked in and faithful every day. From 0.9 to a negative 0.7, that's a 1.6%. No, 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 incorrect. 0% is the baseline. So, b- compared to the last 30 days, the warlocks have not gone up or below what they did in the last 30 days by a percentage point. Sure, when they went from 0.9 to negative 0.7, that's more than a percentage point. I was talking with respect to, in relation to what they did in the last 30 days, they have barely wavered from it. They have they have barely wavered from the pattern of the last 30 days. That's, that's crazy to me. The other thing I think this really, really shows here is think about it, okay? Think about it. Let's just take... If I, Let's say I'm right, and let's just look at April 23rd as an example. It's right here. It's the third, it's the th- it's the third day. Let's just look right here, okay? 5.4. If you, if you take the 7.3 Titan increase, and let's just say Lono's got this. This is exactly what happened. That Warlocks just, I'm sorry, Hunters just went over to Titans. If you take the 7.3 and you subtract the 5.4, guess what? Titans only went up by 1.9%, which is the same percentage point from Tuesday. Right? So if in fact Hunters are just switching teams then Titans are also very very faithful. That's only a 2% increase, right? 8.8 on the 24th subtract the 7.5 a one3 percentage of waiver Do you see? Do you see why them looking at the past 30 days is like probably not the best indicator of who's allegiance to what on April 25th 10.5 minus 9.5 that's a 1% change from what happened the last 30 days so if you're if I'm telling you if you look at it like that and you see it with those eyes right if you see if you see it that way it's it's like the, the titans are just as faithful i don't think that the hunters were just going down in a very similar percentage as the titans went up i think hunters were literally switching sides (laughs) they're just switching sides and i think that just goes to show you that the last and again these percentages are only in relation to the last 30 days that is an indicator that the last 30 days were not the best measure of class allegiance it's not the hunter's fault it's the data's fault The last 30 days do not show us where allegiances lie. It just shows us where player-based trends are going in reaction to things like trials. Uh, Should the waiting have happened daily based on each class number or in the last 30 days of active players good enough? Well, I think I just made a really strong case that the last 30 days were a terrible way to, to decide what class allegiances looked like. And they didn't even base it off of class allegiance. I mean, look at their look at their argumentation. It was based on the pool of potential players. So in so in Bungie's mind, in, in, in Bungie's mind, the way that they've set this up is it's like they were they were predicting what the potential player base might do. Again, that has that has absolutely nothing to do with clan allegiance. I'm sorry, class allegiance. Because, like, I'm in that number base. Like, I was playing way more on Hunter the last 30 days, and I have zero allegiance to Hunters. I play more on Titan Warlock. Small King. Do you think that Bungie should provide the data they use to track percentages for us, to track us on our own? No, they don't need to provide that. They gave us, listen, this is plenty of information, all right? This is plenty of information. I was actually surprised that they showed us this graph. I really I really was. I looked at it and after about 30 seconds I was like, wow. It is a clear, sloping matched pattern that hunters just switched to titans. Like, It's just clear to me. I don't know how else you read that data. <laughs> I don't know how else you read that data. I, I was kind of surprised they showed it to us. It was like, okay, wow. <laughs> it, the graph tells the story. The negative one. After the Guardian games, should Bungie use these stats of class engagement as a call sign to improve Warlocks overall as a class? No, again, don't misunderstand this bar graph. Warlocks constantly hovering around 0% means that the, the numbers that Bungie got after the last 30 days are holding rock solid. Warlocks are still logging in and playing the same numbers every single day that they did the last 30 days. Warlocks are resolute they're unwavering. They're not switching to other classes. Again, I would be incredibly interested to see every single piece of that pool. Just let me see the warlock numbers and I want to see what percentage of warlocks that logged in this 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 faithfully, okay? What percentage of them is that their only character? I am really interested in that particular statistic because I think that accounts for why they're so unwavering, why they don't fluctuate. I think a lot of people literally created hunters for trials. Or really started to level their hunter for trials or, or neglected them. You know? I didn't create a hunter in D1 until Taken King, because they didn't have a good PvE class. They had Goldie and Blade Dancer. Like that, none of that. That wasn't stuff. That stuff wasn't good for PvE. I did not create a hunter in D1 until I had the tether. Fearless Leader. Do you think the medals we earned like bounties instead of skill based like complete a nightfall in X amount of time to make it more accessible to a wider range so make the medals skill based yeah I mean I would say again the worry there would be complete uh, like you're saying complete a nightfall in X amount of time well you just made things really easy for hunters because they can invis and skip everything do you see do you see what you do you, you, you can't do it that way. Do the most DPS, get the most ability kills, do this thing the fastest. There are classes that are better at certain things. And that's gonna taint and corrupt the data because you're gonna have people do exactly what this graph shows. They're going to lean into the path of least resistance. And if their friends are doing it, then so are they. It spreads, right? this right here just shows assimilation hunters just got assimilated into titans because a lot of them started switching and then it just continues to it just continues to perpetuate itself like a 7.3 to an 8.8 like it just goes up because the more people are logging in and picking their titans the more they're probably telling their friends dude just put your titan on we'll create the laurels faster in gambit we don't want to be in here we can make more laurels faster if you get off your freaking hunter and switch to a titan and obviously warlock are like "Uh uh-uh and they like (laughs) warlocks just cross their arms like "Uh uh-uh we're not switching (laughs) it 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 helps you to switch so assimilation happened you would be assimilated right resistance is futile for all you trekkies out there justice two guns given the information provided in the twab should Bungie refrain from handicapping one class over another in future events I don't really take issue with the handicapping. I take issue with the way they went about tracking the stats as well as the bounty the bounty requirements are terrible for hunters and they're not even. I really nobody's given me a good reason as to why a, a hunter has to get ten kills in a single arc strider and they have to do it three times while a titan only has to do the same thing two times like think about that those that's what we do what's the fastest well the one that I only have to do it two times it's 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 they're almost identical supers and and kind of how they work and yet hunters have to do more just because like why why would you do that so everything was kicking dirt in the hunters face from moment one they got less weight in the competition and their bounties are for whatever reason harder get final blows with smoke bombs that's not even how smoke bombs are used now you could run a titans and be like yeah but we had to get kills from far away with the shield well at least that kind of makes sense because you can throw the shield from super far away and it bounces around the 10 kill bounty also has a 3 kill pvp requirement which would be much easier for hunters Sure, but come on, homie. Like, is anybody doing that? These, especially considering four, four out of the five ba- uh, metal types are, are non-PVP. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, even the metals themselves are slanted away from PVP. Kill groups of five tethered enemies with Pathfinder Shadow Shot twice. Yeah, and Milky pointed out their 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 notation on one of the one of them was like, you can't have Mobius equipped. It's like, what do you mean equipped? It's part of the attunement. What? <laughs> it's part. You can't unequip it. You. <laughs> it's part of the. It's part of the attunement. It- <laughs> it's like you have to take off Mobius Quiver. I can't. You just told me to switch to this attunement. And this attunement comes with Mobius Quiver. What on earth? Like. Gee, I wonder why people are switching from hunters to titans. Because the titans are like, get melee void kills, <laughs> get get kills with fusion grenades. <laughs> and the titans are like, I don't see what the problem is. Hunters, just get good, and all they have to do is punch and throw grenades. Like it, it, everything about the titans was best. Uh, but Titans have to get kills with suppressor grenade, that only does half health. Oh, uh, but that's not that hard, at all, and you know it. Getting kills with a suppressor grenade is significantly easier than getting kills with a smoke bomb. The area of effect is larger, it does more damage. All you gotta do is go vex head popping and throw a suppressor grenade. It's ridiculously easy. <laughs> <laughs> You, you have to use this attunement, but hopefully you don't have Mobius unlocked. Like, what? Do you think Bungie would make Guardian Games next year? And if so, do you think that they would change the issues? I don't think Guardian Games will ever come back. <laughs> I, I don't think it'll ever come back, dude. Um, I, <laughs> I think that ship has sailed. I think they'll probably use this information to maybe back, you know back their ideas about faction rally maybe um i would say that it would it would it would definitely it would definitely help if if they you know in, influence faction rallies cuz i i really don't think this is this is leaving a good taste in anybody's mouth i really don't i think that i think that the way they set this up and the way that it's 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 kind of you know the way the cards have kind of fallen on the table um i would say it's probably not worth it you know it's probably not worth it New Ford Order, was weighing the classes the biggest mistake of the event? No, we've already addressed that question. Uh, the graph with the average medals shows the competition would have been closer and more exciting. Would the event have been better received if they didn't? Right, so you come down here, and the average medal's turned in. This is not medals turned in, this is the average points that you get from the medals, because you get four points from a, uh, a gold medal, two from a silver, and one from a bronze. So this is when you start to see even though hunters have gone down the hunters that continue to log in are doing close to the same amount of metals as everybody else right like right here so a 10.8 and an 11.5 that they're they're close and if you would have seen this type of representation then that 10.8 might have climbed to an 11.5 or or higher because you would have seen oh wow look how close we are like Bungie was i guess worried that if they would have done it based off of this then people would have pulled the averages down because it would have been like oh if i only do one or two bounties then that'll hurt the team's average that'll hurt the team's score whatever but this is clearly showing that like the people that are logging in and turning in medals are really close to each other. So this again is information that probably could have helped them, like oh, well yeah, we can base it off of this. It can just be on average, what are people, you know, turning in? And obviously then you wouldn't want people to be able to 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 hurt the other team. Oh, well I hate hunters, I'm gonna log in as a hunter and I'm gonna do one bronze every day just to hurt their averages. I think Bungie would have had to come up with a way to negate, you know, People doing something like that because you could hurt you could hurt the opposing team's averages. Well, I'm done with all my bounty. I'm done with all my medals. I better make sure now and go do one bronze on the other two and pull their averages down. There would need to be a, a, you know another way to calculate it because you can basically hurt a team by not doing a, by not doing as many because either your time's limited or you're being a douche, right? You're just like oh, I'm going to go over and intentionally hurt their averages. So. But this, again, shows that the people that are logging in are turning in medals. I mean, the first day, Titans, on average, turned in more medals than Hunters. Hunters had more people, though. I mean, every day, Titans have turned in more medals, which again, which again, I believe is indicative and symptomatic of how the event is designed even on day one before anybody had a strong clue about how it worked titans just magically netted more medals. I do I think Laurel creation just felt faster for them and so they just naturally completed more medals. everybody else naturally trended downward like it shouldn't surprise anybody that day one hunters and Titans are neck-and-neck on on metal turn-ins and warlocks are the weakest because warlocks take a longer time to create and pick up laurels and it might not seem like that big of a deal but that will affect people's metal turn-ins. They're like, oh, I need 50 more laurels. I just don't have time, dude. I, you know, I gotta go. We, 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 or I need X number of more combatants killed and things like that. Averages always hurt the masses. The more hunters, uh, most of the time, it would lower the average. Right, exactly. Uh, oh man, Domichi d and with a brand new sub, Stupocalypse with 22 months, and then a fish tank with a brand new prime sub. Thank you. Statistically, mean score is not affected by extremes as much as median or range. Uh, Four months from uh, Hasterado. Yeah, they could have done something like that, too. Radical. Do you think that changes to bounties next year could change how events and metrics like this are participated in and gathered? Yes. I'm doing a bounty talk next week because I want to read through what they said about their philosophical shift with bounties as well as the seasonal content. But I thought that would be better suited for another event. I do think this expedited that conversation because they, I mean, they even say in this talk where is it where they start talking about bounties? They even mention what people said about this one. Um, I don't even know if it's listed right here in the beginning, because it says something about you know having an event or something, and people feeling like it's just that's all the event is just leaning too heavily on bounties. They even kind of mentioned it here. Will of Anubis with the brand new Prime sub enjoy the dope badge emotes and ad free viewing. Thank you. They basically mentioned it. They were like, yeah, it's you know it's clear that people don't like the fact that these events lean too heavily on them. As I've said, if you look if you compare if you compare the medals with the bounties, the medals are exactly what we've been asking for. They're generic and they're shared amongst the fire team. That's beautiful. That's exactly what we want. I can run around strikes and gambit, and as long as I'm with my fire team, the combatants getting killed one, I just get credit for it. It's perfect. It's generic and it's shared amongst the fire team. That's what we want bounties to be like. They should not be so disruptive and so demanding. So, yeah, resets upon us. I don't know what the map is. Aaron Kill. Allegiance mechanisms could be viewed as a barrier to participation, but should future events have them to try to assure more accurate calculations regarding population size and engagement? I mean, there's a lot of things that I think of that they could do here. They could even say the people that are the most have the most allegiance to a given class. Your your medals have more weight. So if you played more on a Titan, you're gonna have more weight playing for Titans. So if you flip flop and you suddenly just start backing Hunters, you're gonna have less weight. So that you know the, the allegiance trends within the community would continue. That might be bad though, because you're almost micromanaging. Somebody might be like, well, I want to switch teams, or I've decided I really like Hunters more. I just made one, you know, a month ago, and I I can't really help in the event. You know what I mean? I think they could have looked at a year's worth of data. You basically say, okay, how many people have played at least once in the last 30 days? These are all of our potential players for the event, okay? And you take all those players, and then you should have run a check. What does play what does class allegiance look like the last six months from this active player base? So you isolate the active player base, say, okay, these are the people that played in the last 30 days. Now that we have this batch of players, now we need to check class allegiance. How you know how many of these people are playing? You know, who wh- how much time is each person giving to each class? And that would have given you a better picture of class allegiance that might not have required them to wait anything and the waiting isn't really even the problem it's the it's the design of the event the design of the event encourages people to spam abilities the class known the the most for spamming abilities is titans and then you designed laurel payout to be better if you're all the same class so everybody switches to titans and then they get their friends to switch titans and it just continues to it just continues to snowball I, I do want to go to the tower and, and see what the what the uh the flags do in the first thirty minutes. Um What happened with uh what happened with Destiny? It's not pulling up. There we go. <laughs> it's Truds. Should Bungie have released these stats earlier to stop all the ongoing rage in its tracks? well, a lot of the stats don't tell a story until you have at least a week worth of stats also, I'm fairly certain they wanted to wait everybody got all bent out of shape about the whole cheating allegations thing, like we like we insulted your sense of integrity and pride but Bungie took it serious Bungie took the Bungie took it serious they went in and they said um we're, we're, we checked to make sure and verify that these things didn't work we wanted to make sure Guardian Games enters its final week next week. Get your heir apparent exotic machine gun by completing the Guardian Games Class Act. Destroy opponents in in mayhem. Do we know the map? Anomaly is the map. I'm so glad I didn't... If it was Javelin, I was going to consider doing like a last minute split screen. Did I jump over your question? I'm sorry, hang on. Do you feel... Like the lack of surprises due to data mining, leaks and glitching into unreleased areas hurts the game and should Bungie do more to prevent it. This isn't really on topic, so I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. I don't really concern myself too much with leaks and people breaking into areas and barriers. People have done it for a really long time. It leads to speculation. It leads to people claiming things that, you know, aren't even true. You know, people made all sort of claims and allegations in the past uh, about about you know about oh this content was deleted these strikes were already here and it's like that stuff wasn't even built yet like the rooms were there but it doesn't mean the content was you know who do I have to womanize to get javelin for trials um I mean I basically work for Bungie so you know (laughs) I don't I'm just kidding I'm 100% kidding don't start sending me DMs uh it's truds should Bungie have uh, no I already read that one I'm sorry deck I'm a Hunter Main, literally the only character I have that I hurt the numbers by logging in, and playing PvP, but not touching Guardian games. No, um, I don't think so. Mm-mm. Because you, like, you can't be expected to like you have to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, you were still logging in and playing at the same interval. You know. We all know Lono is actually Luke Smith. Listen, if you try and suede me with news in my DMs, I'm going to be very upset about that. I am not Luke Smith. I cannot control what the map is. <laughs> please. Please don't do that to me. Will of Anubis. 100 bits from Stadia Joe. Thank you. <laughs> and this is not reverse psychology either. That would be awful. That would be awful. I can't control the map. If you want, if you want javelin, then go to Twitter and go to the forums and let them know you want javelin. I'm su- I'm actually surprised we haven't done javelin. I that that is, um, that is kind of odd. Patman, all of these stats are great, but don't you think that we still need the weights for each class to comprehend it completely? No, huh? No, it it's not. the The weights have nothing to do with the stats. The weights have nothing to do with the stats. The stats merely showed player trends in comparison and in relation to the last 30 days. That's all. The weightedness of the medals hitting is not the issue. All you have to do is look at how many hunters engaged less and less and less and less and how many more titans engaged more and more and more and more. It has has absolutely nothing to do with that. If it would have been based off of that then we would be looking at, oh man, the, roughly the same number of players are logging in every day, roughly the same number of players uh, are, are playing as they did in the past, and the, and the weightedness is throwing it all off. It's like, if the weights were throwing it off, you'd have to, you, you, you basically have to argue and say, look, the same number of people are logging in every day, you know, Hunters and Warlocks and Titans are all getting on in equal numbers and the weights are throwing it off. It's, 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 it's not fair. We're all playing in equal parts. But that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. Players basically logged in less in relation to which classes just felt better for the event. Dang it, I think I got a raid Flux last week. I wish you could buy one on each class. It's a 66 just right across the board. That's actually a really, really nice one. They just leveled out. Now we wait. Yeah, I'm going to go to the tower and watch the flags and see if we get any different results today. I don't think it's going to ship. Zur is on Titan. Yo, McFly with 25 months. Thank you, sir. Next question. Oreo token, with Bungie putting out stats on Guardian games, is this a new standard that Bungie will have to do whenever there is a doubt in the community? Well, I think this was a unique situation. This is a unique situation. They were, they were trying something they've never tried ever before. Right? They've never tried something like this. And one, one class is, is not slowing down ever. It's Okay, so we're all interested. What's going on? Sony just identified the leaker of The Last of Us 2 and they are not associated with Naughty Dog or Sony. Well, so it had nothing to do with it had nothing to do with hurting Naughty Dog and working conditions. Um, the roof tiles. Do you think that they should have had more accurate representation of the standing each class in the tower? well the way they explained it is weird and i think the flags confuse people right i think it confused people they they looked at this and they said okay you know how do i know where wh- where we are in the lead and the crazy thing is is that it initially day one it was a lot closer because it's 33 percent, and if you make up like 34 35 oh like back and forth but as soon as they hit 38% they go to the top and as soon as you hit 28% you go to the bottom like it that's why it just immediately it just flips and Titans take the lead and hunters get crushed it, it's because of it and, and again right now the flags are all at 33 percent. So they're equal. they all come they all come out to a hundred. And then, after, an you know, 30 minutes, however many are, you know, however many percentage of every, you know, every token gets slammed, they move in relation to that. Dylan is tweeting addressing maps. Yeah, I don't understand what happened. Is it because of them working from home? Did they, like, maybe have last-minute things they didn't get a chance to fix or something? Because I... That... It seems so odd. They have so many good maps. Um... Seasonally, Trials will be on a six-map rotation. Loot will continue to rotate somewhat randomly. Second chances for those Triumphs, go get them. What maps are you hoping for next season? A small map pool kinda makes sense. Gotta see Javelin. Uh, Javelin. Come on! Javelin in there next time a small map pool kind of makes sense gotta see Javelin in there next time How? I mean how do you not auto correct j- the word Javelin Jacellin 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 it just kept leaving <laughs> uh, JK says based on the stats from Bungie is it pure statistical probability that titan users have the majority of cheaters just on players alone no that, ha- that has nothing to do with what's going on here absolutely not it's clear what happened. Listen, if we were to look, if we were to look at those, those bar graphs and it was the same number of players logging in at uh, the last 30 days. Okay. It was the same. And Titans had this like anomalous amount of tokens t- turning averages every day. It is interesting. It is interesting though, that like Bungie's like deleting characters to get more medals is not swaying the, you know, the, the needle and yet somehow Titans are consistently handing in more tokens I do think it's because of token design but it was interesting to be like no, yeah, it's not affecting it at all and then it's like, oh, but they literally without fail have always turned in more tokens it's a, it's a little interesting in any case, we're not seeing it being by enough margin to say that oh, there's a ton of cheaters in, 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 in this look at the number look at the number of titans that went up and the number of hunters that went down if titans were cheating then the token average turn ins would be ridiculous like there'd be so many more people if if they and it also would be a, a, the lead wouldn't even be it wouldn't even be it wouldn't even be a competition anymore if you're getting the chat double messages I would just I would just refresh uh, next question from tell your dog I said hi At the end of Strikes, do we know where the loot chests and those drops technically come from? Like, who gives us the reward according to the lore? That's not really relevant, and I don't know the answer. Uh, This info about the amount of extra titans and the lack of hunters, is it safe to assume that Bungie could have made an equation to use the daily character login count equals the weight of the metal? The more that login, the less weight of the metal. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a mathematician, so there might be flaws in this suggestion because you could basically hurt the other team. If we knew that's how they were doing it, you could intentionally, this is like what I said earlier, you could intentionally log in and just do like a bronze medal on the classes um, on the classes that um, would have less, so you make them have less weight. Yeah, dude, if we all do seven, you know, medals on our titans and we go do one bronze medal on warlocks and hunters, we should hurt, we'll hurt their averages, right? I figured it would get skipped, just felt like asking it. Well, can you do me a favor and not do that in the future? I I got 51 questions submitted and you you submitted a question that you knowingly thought was probably not going to get an answer and it wasn't on topic. That's really unhelpful people do that a lot now they're like sorry this is off topic sorry this is way out of left field and then it's like well then why are you submitting it you, listen you can ask questions outside of Q&A and I'm happy to answer them you know don't submit questions that you kind of instinctively know are probably not should should not be asked Um, yeah again the danger about doing it this way is that you could hurt the other you could hurt your oppose the opposing teams by intentionally doing less medals uh, customs do you think warlocks will be mad that they do not have any uh, any plaques so when the event ends the warlock will not own any plaques so hunters will eventually get sick why do people keep saying this this is not how it works. I, you guys are perpetuating something that Bungie never said. Bungie specifically said, your placement is combined after all the weeks to give you a total. They did not say the plaques are totaled up. And then that determines first, second, and third. They said, your placement, the class's placement, is added up after all of the weeks and then combined. I don't know who keeps perpetuating this notion, but that is not how it works. Warlocks at the moment have second place locked in. They land in second place every single day. Hunters have gotten murdered in the competition. They're in third place every single day. So when you take their placements and you add it all up and you combine it for a grand total, they're going to have the weakest score. Imagine that right now, Titans get to have the number three added up so this many times, right? So three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-one, twenty-four, twenty-seven. So the Titans have twenty-seven points, okay? And then hunters have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. They have twelve points. Hunters have twelve points. They have one they have a three and then a bunch of ones. And then warlocks have basically what is 5% they have 20 so it's 27 it's 27 to 20 to whatever I said for hunters that's that's the placements right now titans have 27 points warlocks have 20 points and the hunters have 3 plus 9 12 it's 27 20 to 12 so hunters are so freaking far behind. Like they're 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 dead last. They're so far down in the grand total. It's not based on the number of plaques. They never said that. What about the big fat zero for hunters on day 2 of the event and then the numbers magically flipping? I think once people understood how the event worked, they started flocking to Titans. I I did that. It's just easier on a Titan. I mean, tons of people have said that that's what they did. The minute they started trying to do medals and laurels, they just their allegiances quickly went to the path of least resistance. <laughs> BK Stacker. Do you think that it would be more fair to be able to choose which class you deposit your medals in instead of being forced to deposit in the class you earned them in? Play on all three, deposit in one. I mean... I don't know. That might be like so simple and so crazy that that might work. Because, well, the only problem with that is I guess people that only have one character wouldn't be able to contribute as much. I don't know. It's easiest on hunters, though? No, it's not. Hunter bounties suck. Hunter laurel creation is good, but it just doesn't feel as fast as a Titan. As a Night Stalker using Way of the Pathfinder, defeat Guardians of Powerful Combatants with Mobius Quiver. That one's not too terrible. As an Arc Strider, land final blows with skip grenades. Final blows against Guardians grant the most efficient progress. As a Night Stalker using Way of the Trapper, defeat disoriented targets by snare bomb. Terrible. Defeat targets at long distance with your throwing knife. Again, not good. Like, the bounties for Hunters are just awful. It's, I don't know how you look. I don't know how you look at, um, 39 months from Tone the Well-Known. Thank you. It, it it's not about what you think. It is not about what you think. It's about what the community thinks, and the perception is crystal clear. Titans are better for the event. The percentage of the blue bars going down is so is so in sync with the red bars going up. Hunters flip flopped because of the bounties and because of Laurel creation, and for whatever reason, warlocks are like unwavering. They don't. They don't. You know. They're not stopping if anything again i think these percentage shifts has more to do with the last 30 days a rise in hunters i think a lot of titans were playing on hunters in crucible think about it warlocks are really strong in the crucible right now they got the in air dodge they got the heat rising warlocks didn't shift that much when trials came out i think titans did I think if you did a report before Trials came out and then you ran a report to see what happened once Trials hit, it would look like this just in the, in the inverse. It'd be like, wow, lots of the Titan engagement's going down and conversely, as it's going down, the Hunter engagement's going up. I think a lot of people did that. With Antius Ward, not everybody has Antius Ward. Not everybody understands how to use Antius Ward. Titans were not in high saturation the last 30 days the way that hunters are. Hunters saw an increase in saturation. And hunters are more designed... uh, Well, hunters flock to PvP more. It seems to me that hunters, like most of the complaining part of the community, get content that they find not immediately easy and they complain that it's unfair and they give up. That is inaccurate and honestly kind of stupid and just you're just trying to be i guess you're trying to be mean it's just it's just a dumb thing to say it's clear they switch teams they're not saying i'm giving up they're like oh it's quicker to be on titans hunters aren't real people you got you get that through your head like they're not real people it's a class in a video game yeah dude hunters just have this mentality that like if it's too hard they're just gonna quit no these are gamers They're not, it's not hunters giving up. These are real life people going into a video game and saying, I have a couple of hours to play. Which is the class that will get me through this quick enough? You keep talking about it like there's like hunters are people in real life. Like they sit down, like, yeah, dude, hunter. I'm a hunter. This sucks. I quit. That's not a thing. You're, t- you're talking about as if these are real people, it's a character in a video game. These numbers on this represent real-life people that sit down, they grab the controller, and they're like, which do I want to play with today? The- 10% goes down, 12% goes up. It's the, s- it's the same number of people are playing. You don't see that? Look at the numbers! It's so clear! It's roughly the same number of people playing. Oh, down seven and a half percent hunters, but eight percent up on Titans. It's in sync. It's in sync. It's the, It's roughly the same number of people. They're just switching to their other character. <laughs> it's like hunters. It's like you think hunters like sit down and like take off their hunter cow, and they're like, yeah, you know what? This is just too hard. You know, like that's not a thing. You're just trying to denigrate. Hunters are people who hunter main just getting your digs in you. They're just lazy and they quit if it's too hard Like come on (laughs) Like shut up. That's not a thing. And, and if you go down to the next graph, the next graph shows the hunters that are continuing to log in and contribute medals are very close to the number of medals contributed every day that Titans and Warlocks are putting in. If that graph of like average number of token turn, I'm sorry, metal turn-ins, if hunters were like in the toilet, well then maybe I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Even the hunters that are continuing to play are barely doing anything. No, the hunters that continue to log in are doing very close to, the, to an equal number of metal turn-ins as the rest of the classes. It's a marginal difference. It's a difference of like 0.5 and 0.6. It's like half of a point difference. It's like half of a bounties difference. This might be my favorite Lono moment. This is the whole conversation. It's absolutely incredible that's what I'm saying, like, stop thinking of it like this, stop thinking of it in the realm of like, well, Hunters this and Titans that, you are, it's like do you guys ever remember that show, it was called The Colony, and it was, a, it was a show where they tried to create instances of a post-apocalyptic world, and they had a psychologist that came in and basically talked about how, we're so many weeks in, that they're they're starting to live and, em- and emotionally react as if it's real they were losing weight, they they were hungry they were tired they were thirsty and they were going through like a psychological like breakdown of they started to believe and act and respond as if it was real right you're, you're, you're acting as if this is real, like hunters are a, uh, a, non, a non-trustworthy, they're, they're flip-floppers, they're lazy. No! They're video! These are just gamers! This is what gamers do! That's why weapon metas exist. Weapon metas exist because people take the path of least resistance. It's that simple. It's that simple you missed the point of my comment your comment was that hunters are lazy and just give up what does that mean they didn't give up gamers logged in saw a trend saw like a a style of bounty and laurel creation and thought this is easier on my Titan no it's not stop you can actually do this 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 and this and equip this no I'm just gonna pick my Titan plus all my friends are on Titan and we get more laurels if we're all the same class like that was another design mistake even if you wanted, even if you wanted to stay on your hunter, anybody that you interacted with is going to convince you that, no, you're going to get more laurels if you switch off of your hunter. It spreads, it spreads like an infection. Like we said earlier, like uh, Agent Smith in the Matrix, me, 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 me too. It's like that. It's like, well, we're going to get more laurels if we're all in the same class. That's antithetical to a competition that you're supposed to log in on your favorite class and play you get you're, it's more efficient to assimilate to whoever you play with what it shouldn't have been that way it shouldn't have been that way it should have been like well if i'm on my titan and you're on your hunter no big deal let's just go play together and see who can crank out the most medals today right like let's get these medals turned in you run so many strikes for gold silver and bronze same thing with crucible same thing with Gambit. just go play the activities I had a Titan Enter game voice and he insult me. Oh yeah, I mean people take this way too serious. There's not like personality traits of hunters. They're characters in a video in a video game. <laughs> You're believing that it's real. It's just like that Colony show. Oh, a Kira. Um, hang on. Lightly gifted us up the track star. Thank you for doing that. Uh, is it? Is it possible that Bungie might change the weighting of points for the latter part? No, they're not going to do that. They said they're not doing that. And it wouldn't make a difference. It wouldn't make a difference. Just a groundswell of shift. Just people went over to Titans and you're not going to get that to change. You're not. Think about it. The, the, The tide has set. It's just set right now. Even if there was a portion of the community... Even if this is a portion of the community that decided to switch from, hunter, uh, from from Titans to hunters, the minute they start grabbing those smoke those smoke bounties, or they have to change the way they're creating, you know, laurels and stuff, they're gonna be like, ah, this, uh, it, it's they're gonna be accustomed to what they've been doing for the last seven days, and they're just gonna switch back. They're just gonna switch back. It's like at this point, the trend will. I don't think the trend will be disrupted not once. I think Titans will win the rest of the competition without question. Without question. Uh, Defo side. Has Bungie said anything about the exotic being available later on? They have not. Do you think the idea of exotics being tied behind Triumphs, or would you prefer doing a special quest? I've answered questions like this a lot in the past. I do not have a strong desire for a particular type of exotic delivery. Quests, hidden dungeons, on the season pass, like they did with the Ariana's vow, or really elaborate weird quests like the Divinity and the Xenophage. I don't have a preference. I think they're all fine. Like, just even something as simple as the devil's ruin i thought was cool so triumph grindy quest hidden quest easy quest here's a free one like i don't really have a strong preference here exotics are delivered along a spectrum like there's no there's no like one size fits all exotic delivery system that's the best my favorite are the hidden dungeons i thought outbreak was really really fun but i have to be reasonable every time bungie decides to put an exotic weapon in a game they can't give me a they can't give me an outbreak style you know dungeon seems like exotics mean less in d2 than in d1 i don't know what game you're playing but Anteus, wards and one-eyed mask and uh gemini jester and uh worm husk these exotics are insane these exotics are insanely influential over the course of battle i mean look what they had to do to skull the dire ahamkara orpheus rigs shards of galanor they're they are, they are they're insane. Exotics are crazy in this game compared to D1. And Sleeper, shut up. Um, Do you think the September expansion this year will bring us harder into a traditional RPG roles of tank healer DPS? No, I don't think that's their goal. I mean, I think there's obviously, th- th- you can sense that a little bit, you know? You can sense that a little bit in like the way they've done some things, but I don't know if we're ever gonna get into like a rigid tank healer dps system the the combat's not really set up for that it just isn't you can sense the simplistic nature of their combat when they try to add like difficulty spectrum it just it's it just turns into a lot of hiding face tanking or disappearing and running like the, i don't think the com the combat depth is there to sustain or support this idea of tank healer dps and that's kind of already in place you can run. You know, a tank with a bubble and a well. You can run DPS if you run, like, Geomags and Celestial, but, like, even then, it's not super rigid. It's not like everything you're using is that way. Um, sorry, somebody wants a high five. There we go. Um, Uzi Tucked. How do you think the event would have gone if there was no handicap or any of the classes? Pure competition. If you win, you have to try. Look at the flags. Might haven't moved yet might have not moved yet oh have punchers have hunters flip things yeah give it give it time <laughs> I would love to be wrong. I would love for hunters to just rally and flip this thing on its head. Like, maybe the TWAB will mobilize hunters to be like, they'll see that graph and they'll be like, dude, let's go back. Let's 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 flip this around. Maybe, maybe people will try and flip it around. Also, uh, it's Friday and trials may be uh swaying the initial uh engagement numbers a little bit, because it is Friday, so I don't know. It didn't happen last weekend though. Um i don't think removing the handicap would do anything right now though because as we just talked about the way that that graph showed like everybody's just flipped everybody just flipped to uh to titans monkey would it have been better for bungie to not tell us anything about the waiting do you think it would have been seeing the same results well that was a question the community had when they knew what guardian games was going to entail Bungie didn't dream that up and just decide to tell us that. People knew that hunters were a giant, giant representation in the player base, and again a lot of that had to do with trials and PvP. Uh, Sterling Sanders Do you think it would have been better for Bungie to release the actual numbers and mathematical weighting to see how much the weighting affected the results? But the weighting is not what's affecting the results. They showed us in clear, stark terms this has to do with the number of Warlocks, Titans, and Hunters playing. It's not the waiting. If it was the waiting, then you could say, well, come on, Bungie. The, roughly the same number of Titans, Hunters, and Warlocks are logging in every day, and Hunters are creaming us, or, or Hunters are, are still not even competing. No, if you look at the people, if the, if the engagement numbers, if the engagement number graph is an indication of anything, it's that people switched to Titans and just landslided it. Box of Nades. Do you think Bungie considers how overrepresented Titans are in the tower? There are four Titan vendors, one Warlock. Yeah, people have asked this a handful of times. Man, I just really don't think so. I do not think Zavala and and Shaxx are the reason this is happening. Or Saint-14, do you know what I'm saying? I re- I really don't think so. That, that to me, is odd. You know, oh, we don't even have a Hunter, you know, the, the Hunter Vanguard's dead. That's why we're losing. No, that's not why you're losing. You're losing because according to the last 30 days of statistics, hunters are switching teams. That has nothing to do. (laughs) Didn't you guys say that the hunters took the lead? (laughs) Were you guys trolling? (laughs) I told you, dude, Titans are not going to be done they're not going to stop until this is this is over. They've got your, their foot on the on your neck. They have their foot on your neck. Hunt, the Titans are not slowing down. They're they're not. They're not. Titans will continue even if Hunters took one day or started to lead one day, dude, the Titans would rally so freaking hard. <laughs> like I said, I would love to be wrong in my prediction. I've been predicting the Titans are going to sweep the rest of the, the rest of the contest. Um I've been predicting that. I would love to be wrong. I would love to to, to start to have some back and forth in a in a and a good uh, a good tug of war. But I don't see it happening. Yeah, warlocks are, are are a little bit stronger than they have been. But again, warlocks have been so steady the last seven the first seven days. I don't see it changing. Um. N- uh, no, do you think that it would have been better to have players choose their allegiance at the onset of the activity that all the medals contribute? Yeah, somebody said that. Like, basically, then you couldn't flip-flop. Um... Oh, I just feel like that's real micromanage Like, what if, like, halfway through the contest, you're like, oh, I want to switch, or I want to help my... Yeah, my buddy's a warlock. I want to kind of help them. They, You know, they fell behind. And not being able to, like, flip and change. Um... I don't know, making people pick an allegiance on the outset might have hurt things in the long run. People have been like, I'm not going to pick them. I don't want to do this. Um, Or at least let them pick it once a week, maybe with hunter melee abilities and grenade abilities being poor in PVE. How would you have fixed this event? What bounties would you have given them? Here's the thing. I think they were really, really close with the medals, right? Does that was light? Does lightning always do that? I think they were really close with the medals, because the medals basically say, "Go into gambit and kill kill enemies and make laurels." It's pretty generic. They're they're actually they're actually good in that regard. They're good. They are. They're generic. So if if you're going to ask people to do something for a contest like this, I think generic is good. The problem isn't the medals themselves. It is the method of creating laurels. Anybody you ask, you pull the community, okay? And you say, if you had to get really, really quick and rapid, you know, ability kills, who would you pick? Who would you go with? Tons of people are going to say, well, Titans. They're, they're going to immediately go to Titans. And be like, Yeah, Titans. You just pick on uh, you know, Skullfort. 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 Now, Technically, that might be incorrect. You ask a thousand people, oh, which is the best class for spamming abilities and getting ability kills? And and you you get a ton of people that would say, oh, Titans with Skullforn, Titans with Skullforn, Titans with Skullforn. You know, 80% of the people that take your little questionnaire say Titans with Skullforn. Even though they're technically incorrect in that, like, Hunters can do the same thing by constantly dodging, or like Warlock with a particular exotic can also do it. You have to, you have to, I think, admit that the p- most people are going to go Titan with Skullford, even though they're technically wrong. It doesn't matter. The perception is there, especially after Ballistic Slam got added. A lot of people figured that, oh wow, I can just Ballistic Slam all day long if I just constantly if I wear Skullford, and I think that that trend created the idea that we have to do what now oh ability kills oh well titans are the best for that and you can stop and you can correct every single one of those people and say well that's not technically true it doesn't matter yeah and you don't even actually need skull for it you just just pick the bottom tree on, on arc and it's always creating a laurel so laurel guides come up, and people tell their friends, "Oh yeah, dude, I don't even have to wait for my melee to come back. I can literally just punch all day long, and I always get a laurel." Wait, what? How are you doing that? Oh yeah, Titan Bottom Tree Arc. Yeah, you don't even need the war. You don't even need the exotic. Well, but if you run with a uh, with the Hunter and this exotic, or a Warlock and this exotic, I don't have those exotics. Shut the frick up! I'm just gonna pick Titan. I <laughs> just shut up. I'm gonna pick Titan. So. You guys in chat that are taking up for like Warlock builds and Hunter builds, you are correct, but it doesn't matter. Because that's just how it worked, man. The perception was just, was just low barrier of entry. I don't even need an exotic. Let's just go. I'm just gonna punch my way to victory. Studly, what if we could play any character but ban- yeah somebody already asked that dream ACH do you think it would be better if they made class allegiance account base somebody already asked this I-, I would say at least let people switch once a week um yeah but then the question would be how do you total it because if I you know I could pick warlock and they'd be like well I don't really want to do anything for warlock and so I don't do anything for that entire week and I hurt the warlock averages I'd be interested to see how they would want to you know weight it if nobody's turn, you know, you're you're picking. Well, cuz then again, you'd have to go with waiting it, right? Uh, Serial Kira. Oh yeah, what are today's what are today's medals? What are today's medals? Let's see. It is Crucible and Forges. So at least with Trials, they made the they made the metals uh, Crucible. Hunters might have a surge today maybe. I don't know if there's a synergy between the metals and Trials that might help. Um but it might not do the warlock numbers hint that warlock mains generally like ranged combat. The other two seem more combat and Titans were better at this event. I don't understand the second part of your question. I, like I said earlier, I would be interested to see, okay, give me the number of all the warlocks that played. And then I want you to run a report that shows me how many of those people are single character players. They have one character and it's just a warlock. I just, I have a weird feeling about that. That, like, Warlock mains, that's it. They have a Warlock, and that's it. I just have this weird gut instinct that that's a trend within the Warlock, like, rock-solid number. The same number of Warlocks that logged in for the last 30 days is right in step with every day of the contest. Just to catch 22. What part of the TWAB has piqued your interest the most for the future of D2? I would say their their talk about seasonal content lasting for a year. What does that mean? I I, I, want to maybe even get some clarity. So when Luke Smith says stuff that's introduced in that year will last for the year, does he mean for an entire year? Or does he mean like activities that land in the summer would have a short lifespan because they're really, really close to the next September release? Papa Trolls. You keep bringing up bounties, however, bounties don't get you laurels or medals and only progress a triumph. So why is it that bounties have a foot in the imbalance? Because bounties are required for a triumph, triumphs are required for the gun, the gun is a big draw. Also consider consider that if you're going to come here, you're hoping that everybody ignores this gold bounty, this gold medal. There's a daily gold medal for completing bounties. So bounties are related to a triumph that gets you the gun. Bounties are related to a daily gold medal that is worth four points. So, and, and the bounty triumph is specific to a character. So the minute people started tipping the scales toward Titans, if they're working on the Triumph to get the gun, they're not going to switch off of the Titans because they're like, no, not only are the bounties easier than the Hunter, but the Triumph doesn't cross over, so I'm just going to stay on my Titan until I get it done. You don't need any uh, bounties done to get the gun? Well, okay, sure, you don't need to, but when you look at these Triumphs, which one do you think you're going to try and complete first? Which one? You, you, well, you want to do this one? You want, you want to do that? I haven't done it yet. But again, that's what people are going to set their sights on. I got the gun without complete. No, no, no. I got the bounty completed, didn't I? Maybe I didn't. I can't remember. I think I got the gun without completing the bounty. The bounty of triumph. But again, when people are going to set their sights on, ooh, I'd like to get the triumph done, ooh, I'd like to get this gold medal done every day for turning in bounties. Forget the triumph then, forget it. My point still stands about this, a daily gold medal for 10 bounties. That's going to dissuade people. And your general player experience is going to be in relation to the fun that you're having. And if you're getting really annoyed with like, smoke bomb bounties, and titans are over there laughing all the way to the bank with like, fusion grenade bounties, and void punch bounties, like you're gonna you're gonna quickly switch sides uh Westy Ross the bounty structure is one of the reason for players going to titans instead of hunters is the laurel system just as guilty this is super generic at this point we've covered we've covered that that the way laurels are created in bounties we're just we're too deep into Q&A for a question like that to not already have been covered it's just too broad four months from T-Lock after all the bad press of Guardian games, would it be wise to display the winning class uh, via the class item, a statue in place, everyone goes to frequent, and on a gun that is really fun to use? I don't th- I don't know. If you don't like it, I don't care. Don't play then for the next year. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, with Iron Banner, lots of people play on their off class, non-main class, due to pinnacle gear for the purpose of leveling up. Do you think that their 30 days uh, use was proper? I think Trials really, really swayed it more than anything. I think Trials caused a huge, huge influx of um, Hunters. I really do. It did for me. It did for plenty of people that I know. Lots of people d- were were investing in their Hunters. Because not... Like, think about it. They were leveling up to get ready for the first weekend. They were leveling their artifact. They were getting... P- they, and, now, and now they're getting pinnacle drops and powerful drops and all the rest. So, yes. Like, I think Hunters... Really, really skyrocketed. I think that they were really, really skyrocketed because of that. And so when they when they when they did those thirty days, it was like gee many Christmas. Look how many hunters there are. I think trials really jacked up their their stats. Monkey sixty seven. With the recent twabs and the changes coming later, do you think that Bungie is managing the player base concerns well? This is super generic. I mean, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, they're speaking, I believe Luke Smith, director's cut and the TWAB are speaking to our concerns. Too many bounties and seasonal content leaving are pretty big concerns that the community has. The content is way too structured around bounties and seasonal content coming and going is something that people don't like. They're speaking directly to that. I mean, they're not avoiding the subject. Luke Smith addressed it in his director's cut and they just addressed it again in more they gave even more specificity to their thoughts on it Horace, Should Bungie have been even bother with waiting it against Hunters until they had at least a week or two of the cold hard data to release in the TWAB? Well, this is something a lot of folks said is why didn't you just kind of like let the chips fall where they where they made the first week and let us know we're going to be analyzing player behavior to ensure that one team doesn't win this by sheer brute force of quantity. We want to make sure it's a fair fight. And I think people would have complained, but I think that probably would have been a better approach than what we have now, which is you ran data for 30 days and the data very quickly. Like, what do you think Bungie would have done after the first week, right? What do you think Bungie would have done after the first week if they saw these stats? Holy moly! Everyone's switching to Titan. Why? Why is that happening? You know. And I'm sure I'm sure they could hypothesize and look at what the player behaviors you know what the player behavior looks like, and they could have been like, okay, listen. Because of the nature of Laurel creation and some of the bounty design, we're noticing a a large, large influx of everybody switching to Titan off of their other characters. We're going to attempt to weight this to make it a more even match so that Titans are still a threat and likely to win every day, but we're going to give you guys an opportunity to maybe catch up a little bit, like a rubber band. Now, again, they don't want to tamper with it every day, but like week to week, they could say, based on the trends of the first week, we're going to try and make this a little bit more of a fair race. You know, fair a million titans played and you know warlocks and hunters are in the 500,000's you see the new coffee destiny emote no uh uh Um, I appreciate everybody who's checking the coffee out as well or ordering it you guys have been great lefty reb should have srl uh should have been srl huh no need for weights top 3 6 get a medal best players win srl 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 thanks i appreciate this very serious not stupid not disruptive not annoying question i appreciate you doing that would have been better to make the same number of PvE medals as PvP medals. That's why I thought you could just go to Ava Levante and get a gold, silver, and bronze medal, and you can fill you can complete that medal in either PvE activities or PvP activities. Does that make sense? So a PvP player can contribute just as much. A, PV, a PvP player can contribute just as much as somebody who somebody who hangs out in in PVE all the time, right? Like if if you're if you're just living in the crucible, are you really going to disrupt your daily player engagement to be like, well, let me go run forges and gambit and strikes and destinations? No, but you should not be limited in your contribution to your team's you know results. So you can buy, you know. What, they should have just done it this way, you can buy three gold medals, three silver medals and three bronze medals a day from Ava, and you complete those in a variety of ways, so you can complete all of them in crucible if you want right, you can complete you know, all of them in, in PVE or strikes or wherever if you want obviously, if you're gonna go into like the public space, you could slow them down a little bit, and then strikes and crucible matches should be pretty even, they take about the same amount of time You know, and forges and I guess if you wanted us going forges and gambit, you know, make it an equal trade. So then, then it's not about like, oh, PVP players having to go over here or hunters having to do this. It's like, no, no, continue playing in the way that you play. You engage a million players a day, log in every day, keep doing that and you decide which class you play on. Let's see which class shows up to compete. They didn't do that. They were like, okay, there's five metal types. Only one of the metal types is PvP. The other four are Destinations, Forges, Strikes, and Gambit. Okay, which, again, you're asking a lot of deviation from normal player experience in order to engage with, at the very least, Forges and Gambit are just way out of left field, right? And so, and then, keep in mind, after that, you're not just asking people to go into those activities. You're saying, go into those activities and get ability kills, it was amazing today. We were not running for laurels or medals. I was just running strikes for the fun of it to get, you know, I was like, "Oh, let's just get the let's get the milestone or whatever." And we weren't creating any laurels. Why? We weren't focused on spamming abilities and we were on warlocks. So it's like even even the idea of going into an activity and focus on exclusively, well not exclusively, but focusing on increasing your amount of ability kills it that is going to disrupt what players are doing and likely then make them have a deviation in what they typically do or deviation in what they do as far as class selection. Do you think this is more people finish the triumphs for the weapon? We will see less people switching over to Titan and finishing their triumph. I don't know, dude. I, I I'm not sure if you're going to see all these trends flip. You know, uh, the the minute the minute we get. Uh, High saturation of the gun, like it just doesn't seem like it's switched at all. It hasn't, it hasn't done anything. And and again, everybody wants to say, like, oh, you seem like a butthurt hunter. I played on Titan most of the time. I have more of an allegiance and more of a player based, a player habit trend towards Titan. So, I, but again, I I don't see this slowing down anytime soon. There's a week, there's there's like a week and day, and two days left. Tim Preston. Wouldn't it have been more fun if gold, silver, and bronze was awarded for results in Crucible and Gambit? Right. If you want to make it like an actual competition, again, the dilemma would be that makes it... Then suddenly, again, you're going to say, oh, I'm going to go into Gambit and I have to get uh, 100 kills in Gambit. And so you go into Gambit and you're trying to get the gold medal for getting 100 kills in Gambit and you're ignoring everything else that your team is working on you ask the player to do something that's like antithetical to the mode itself, which is generally what we do now. Oh, I'm trying to get combatant kills and create laurels and gambit. Okay, well, if we don't bank moats and we ignore the primeval and never summon the primeval, we can just keep getting adds to spawn and create more laurels and finish the combatant, you know, the, the combatant kill count one faster. So you basically make people go in and play the game in a strange way. It's like... It should have been, go play games of Gambit, go play Crucible matches, go play Strikes. And then you more naturally lean to the class of your preference, not the class that's better at doing some some certain behavior. Spamming ability kills, you know? Corgi. Because the first graph is uh, proportional, wouldn't all hunters who've disappeared switching to Titans create a much larger swing to the Titans? well that was the point that I was making homie really really think about this with me they measured the number of you know titan and hunter and warlock activity for the last 30 days do you think that just randomly april 25th 10% more players just logged in and was like I'm here to compete for titans I wasn't here the last 30 days but here I am to compete for titans no Look at the 10.5% in comparison to the 95 decrease in Hunter Activity. Again, roughly the same number of players are logging in. Check Charlemagne. The numbers are roughly the same. Roughly the same number of people are logging in and playing the last 30 days that are logging in and playing these days. It's roughly the same. It's right around a million players. They're just deciding to switch to Titans. And if you subtract that 9.5 from the 10.5, you end up with the 1, a 1% fluctuation. So, that makes sense, right? You're seeing similar fluctuations with the Warlocks. 1% up, 1% down, very marginal, right around half of a percent to 1% fluctuations for the Warlocks. But Titans and Hunters, it's clear that the same number of players are logging in and they're just switching over. It's again, it's not like 9.5% of hunters just stopped playing altogether and set the controller down. And in an equal percentage, a bunch of other random players that weren't playing the last 30 days suddenly logged in and picked Titans. That's not what these numbers represent. These are relational to the last 30 days statistics. There's a rise and a decrease. So it's like, so for the last 30 days, there is now on. April 25th, there was 9.5% less Hunters playing that day than were traditionally the last 30 days, and there was a 10.5% increase in Titans on that day. It's so strange that the first two days were fairly normal, and then everyone switched. People got more familiar with the flow and how it worked, and the laurels. Like, look at what happened. You, You had like this 3.6 here on April 21st just boom down to a zero the next day and then Titans spiked right? Titans spiked and then it just I think it just this this was the springboard this was the spark right here April 22nd all of a sudden people realized Titans are made for this they're better and zzzzt, and then this and then the slope begins the slope begins, an upward slope of Titan engagement in direct correlation to a downward slope of Hunter engagement. They just simply switched. The same players are playing; they're simply switching to their other characters, which doesn't show there's a greater allegiance to Titans. This is in direct response to the design of the event. It's a, it, the design of the event made people switch allegiances. It, it, it's it's just as clear as it's as clear as day to me that that's what happened. It was like two days of experimenting, and everybody's numbers were really, really close together. Right? A 3.4 decline, a 3.6 increase, a 1.9 decrease, in the next day, again, everything's kind of close together, and then all of a sudden, zzz, everything just starts to separate. Because they're responding to the design of the event. It's not like all of a sudden on April 22nd and 23rd, Allegiance has just shifted dramatically in the player base. Like, you know what? I, I was going to be hunter, but uh, I'm thinking Titan also <laughs> like it's it's in response to the design of the event. I get that, but there are more hunters, so a decrease of 10% would mean Titans would go up like 15 to 20%. Oh, well, Corgi, that's a point well made. That might mean that might make sense of why it's a 5.4 down here and it's a 7.3 up here and it's a 7.5 down here and it's an 8.8 it's a 9.5 to 10. The red number is always bigger. <laughs> also take into account that maybe some hunters are just like screw it I'm done I'm not playing. <laughs> I don't like the event. I'm not going I'm not going to log in your point is well made, there were more hunters so their percentage represents a larger portion of players, so if they did switch allegiances then that would be a greater number of titans and you can kind of see that you can see that, the number for the blue is smaller than the red number that doesn't mean it's a direct one to one correlation that every hunter that that didn't play automatically switched to titans but it is interesting that they're clearly related and it did seem to have a greater impact on the titan number A 9.5 and a 10.5. And again, consider the people that just are done. (laughs) They're not even playing. They're like, I don't like this event at all. I came to represent Hunters and the bounty sucked and I don't like it. And then the problem gets exponentially worse as the Titans continue to just run away with it. More and more people get demoralized and disengage. I would have just thought the waiting would have been more. We don't, yeah, we don't know exactly how they waited at Quirky, so it's hard to know. That's the one thing they didn't tell us. Um, Avan J. They repeatedly allude in this TWAB to new large expansion every year. Does this language make perpetual expansion of D2 more likely than ever getting a D3? No. No, because they're also clear that they can't continue to add to this game for forever. There's a lingering end here. I, I, they haven't said it, but it's there. It's there. You can't keep telling the community that there's a technological limitation and they can't add to the game the forever. When you say we can't add to this game to for, for forever, you're you're saying without saying, yeah, eventually this game's going to have an end of life. There'll be a, there'll be an EOL here. I mean, it, it, that's it's unavoidable. They're not saying it, but they're saying it <laughs> like. I, I continue to think that D3 is landing like 2022, 2023. It's way out in the distance. I think that they have a development partner building it or building the, the core of it right now. That's what I think. I think Bungie is throwing a lot at this game to fix it, refine it, learn good lessons for the next game. And I think they have a development partner working on the, the core of the next game. And I believe that it is Microsoft. I have, I have almost nothing to base this on, but I believe that Microsoft has a team of people building the core of this game in the engine that Halo Infinite's being uh, built in. That's what I think is going on. And then once all of that's built, and they start building the actual infrastructure of Destiny 3, they have years of great data to say this is how people responded to this, this is how people responded to bounties, to leveling, to armor investments, to mods, to customization... Like, what they're doing now feels so investigative and so experimental. It's like they're finding their way for something much larger and much bigger. It's like when you really start to look behind the curtain of Fortnite, you start to see, you start to see that I believe Fortnite is going to build, build the biggest MMO in history. I believe that. I believe that everything they've done in the Battle Royale has been a playground, a testing ground for what they truly want to build, which is the world's largest and most popular MMO. The, the mech suits, the planes, the helicopters, like so much in Fortnite doesn't make, it, it makes so much more sense when you see it as like, they're trying to build something else here. We're only seeing the tip of the, the tip of the iceberg and you're starting to see slowly how that might be taking place in fortnite and i think this is just a division one to division two scenario for destiny they're using destiny 2 as a great testing ground you have a million players logging in every day and feeding you so much feedback so much information that is an unbelievable resource for game development you have an active giant willing beta testing environment and it doesn't necessarily feel like a beta because we're not debugging and making sure that like quests work and we don't fall through the map but you have a million willing participants in an ongoing live service beta test that could that could literally feed into the next game Fortnite's a cash cow, they won't get rid of it. I never said they would get rid of it. They would be stupid to do that. I not I didn't even insinuate that. I said that they're using it to experiment to build something even larger and bigger. <laughs> Look at what they've been doing with their PvE with dungeons and big boss fights and looting and abilities. It's all there, man. It's all there. Imagine a world where you log in and you have a house that you're building and expanding and a, and a hangar that you can invest in and ships and planes and abilities and you can go kill big, huge bosses and, and you can, oh wow, you can make your plane look a little bit different. Like, look at the skins and the microtransactions. They could freaking print money. They already are printing money. Imagine doing it again in another in another world. Because MMOs are insanely popular. Like, in, they, they can be insanely lucrative insanely lucrative the cartoon aesthetic turns me off a little I would just encourage you to look at the Borderlands skins, the Star Wars skins and the Deadpool skin and try and say that you wouldn't play an amazing online MMO where you could make yourself look freaking dope, like really dope armor dope weapons, dope abilities you'd have a hard time turning your nose up to that you gotta look past like the goofy like unicorns and rainbows look at the look at the Deadpool scan the stormtrooper skins and tell me you wouldn't play a game that looks like that for all intents and purposes it could look close to like like a, a slightly less graphical fidelity game like you know like the battle uh, the Star Wars games the, the you know the, the stormtrooper skins looked amazing wolf if they didn't nerf hunter who would be winning that's not why hunters are losing this graph shows it's about it's about participation not the waiting. Not trying to attack someone, but should the senior designer who took the lead for this event be held uh, accountable? No Bungie employee spoke out on the broken core aspect of the event. We as a community found that out after day one. I, I... This is just not a healthy attitude to take. Developers make decisions and they take gambles and sometimes it doesn't work. Do you want, like, the name of the the project lead that thought Drifter and Reckoning was a good idea so we can hold them accountable? Yeah, his name is, uh, Dave Smithers. Well, let's get him. Like, what, what the frick does that do? How do you hold someone accountable? Like, what does that even mean? It's not... This language sounds like they did something to hurt you or offend you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna... Let's, um let's 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 go get them let's hold them accountable. like what does that even mean? Lono sounded like Morpheus. what if I told you that D2 is just a giant beta for D3 all right right? You're never mad the wrong decision you never made the wrong decision on something at work right like it it doesn't this just smacks of cancel culture, pitchfork witch hunt like we want someone to blame dude developers and development companies, they make mistakes, like, they make the wrong call, you know, they make the wrong call, this just, this happens all the time, and a lot of times, it's so much more complex and nuanced, right, (laughs) what if I told you, hunters, warlocks, and titans aren't real people, (laughs) you're so stupid, Where did that picture come from of me with the... Oh, that's when we went to the thing. I was like, where'd you get that picture of me? Um, Yeah, I just... I I continue to think that... That is just not gonna help. Right? It's not gonna help things. We don't need like a person's name so we can like put their head on a on a stick and like yeah we got them they're the ones that ruined it they're they're the ones that like ruined the game or they're the they're the ones responsible for reckoning you know get them um, I just think in general you're that's not how we improve a game it's just what improves a game is honest feedback and ownership that's it now you say accountability like again if they're owning it and saying here's the feedback you guys gave us you know we're owning it this didn't go over well this this wasn't you know some of these things didn't work work right there were glitches there were bugs you know we're committed to fixing it there's a difference between ownership and accountability and as long as a developer is owning it i don't need the name of prod of a project lead I need the name of who thought double primaries was a good idea. I don't need that. I don't. Am I ready to debate Eververse again? Why? Uh, What do you think the ideal bounty solution is going forward? I outlined this yesterday. I think that if you're going to go into strikes and you grab bounties from Zavala, it should say, while in strikes, you or your fire team get primary kills secondary kills, heavy kills, grenade kills, super kills. That's it. They should be that simple. And your repeatables could maybe get a little bit more specific. Get arc kills. Get arc grenade kills. Get solar grenade kills. Something like that. Sync the bounties up too with whatever the burn is. If it's a solar burn, all of the elemental bounties should be solar. You know? all All of them should be solar. And they should just be super generic. Oh, you're going into crucible? Cool. Get... As you or your fire team get primary kills, secondary kills, heavy kills, grenade kills, super kills. It's that simple. We and then you know and then you can obviously have the weeklies that are like, get you know, do X number of strikes, kill X number of bosses, play X number of crucible games, right? If you want hyper specific bounties, I mean there's the gunsmith I guess, go get kills with auto rifles, swords, shotguns, whatever, that's fine, it's the gunsmith, but like, when I'm going into the the meat and potatoes content, cr- like either whether it's Savala or Shax, like I consider them to be like the two pillars of the game, you know, you got the blue and the red, if I'm going into those environments, they just need to be super basic. I don't need to be like overthinking it, oh you, I'm trying to get these kills man, can you stop shooting the ads, no, it shouldn't be like that. The medals right now are right in the right lane, they're generic and shared. Go into Gambit and get combatant kills and make laurels. So let's just change laurels to get ability kills. (gasps) Wow, look how easy that is! I can go into Gambit and I'm getting credit for combatants dying, even if I'm not the one killing them, I'm nearby, it's counting as an assist, and I can get ability kills. It's just bloop, and then 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 it's not like this giant distraction. It's like okay, cool. Let's let's focus on this while we're playing, you know. And then it's like complimentary, and now this giant distraction. Wolf, if they unnerfed hunters, would it be more fair? No. Again, this graph just clearly shows the the, the nerf on hunters' weights doesn't matter. They're con- they're contributing close to, they're not, they're not matching or beating, but they're contributing close to the same number of medals as the Warlocks and the Titans, but there's way less of them playing. They've all switched, they switched sides. Wolf. Not trying to spam questions. In D3, if it's more open world, will there be vehicles and stuff? Like stealing, I don't know, Wolf. There's no way for me to answer this question, homie. There's no way. I'm not gonna ban you from questions, but like, Sometimes a good question to ask yourself before submitting a question. Can Lono answer this? Like, there's no way for me to answer this question. I don't know if Bungie wants to go to open world with vehicles. I don't know. Would it be cool? Yeah. (laughs) Sure. I would love to get in a fallen walker and like walk the thing around, you know? Or get get in a cabal ship and fly it around, you know? Wait, that's not true. The graph shows hunters are turning in almost the same average. The graph doesn't show how many hunters there are, does it? It just shows a percent? Well, what this graph here shows is that less hunters are playing by a certain percentage in relation to the 30-day report that Bungie ran. So Bungie ran their 30-day report and then this represents whether they're in whether they're up or below what the last 30 days were. So you can clearly say see compared to the last 30 days, less hunters are logging in every day and more hunt titans are logging in a day almost in relation to each other. And then when you come down here, it just shows that those of the people that are turning in medals titans warlocks and hunters titans are consistently turning in more metals but warlocks and hunters are not that far behind them so there could still be more hunters than titans um well no 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 it says right here titans have have not just been overwhelming the competition with the flood of muscle mass right that they're also contributing more they're saying up here that there's more Titans where does it say that doesn't it actually say in no in no stark terms I mean it says that like more Titans are logging in right here. So we can see the Titans are outperforming on two fronts: a higher percentage of their ranks are showing up to participate, and when they do, each of them is depositing more medals. If Hunters or Warlocks up their game and get more of their compatriots to pitch in, there's still time to seal the the, the momentum. Right, it's more in in relation to the past thirty days, but like, I it's hard to it's hard to think, Milo, that if right here April 25th if basically 10% less hunters are playing and 10% more titans are playing it's hard not to look at that and say it's not it has less to do with the weights and more to do with the fact that like hunters are, are, are switching sides a higher percentage of their ranks not necessarily more titans I mean I guess I see what you're saying April 25th could still have had more hunters logging in that's true that's true, again consider this with me, okay this is where the percentages matter just because more hunters are logging in than titans doesn't mean they're even doing the event how many hunters are logging in even in the last 30 days, let's ignore guardian games for a minute, how many hunters were logging in in the last 30 days and never touching anything but pvp, which means they're not participating in guardian games right? this shows who's turning in medals. The question would be, how many hunters are logging in each day? Second question, how many of them are even touching the medals in the tower? So you could have um, like 500,000 hunters logged in, and only 300,000 titans. But out of the 500,000 hunters, if only 250,000 or 200,000 are playing Guardian games, and the remainder of that 500,000 are all just hanging out in Crucible... It seemed like in one of Dylan's tweets, he indicated that, like, Hunters are just hanging out in Crucible. They're not, they're not playing the games. Even this number here, like, showing that, like, they're close to turning in the same number of tokens, even if they, again, again, even if they had more Hunters logging in, they're turning in less tokens, so they would fall behind. Well, maybe not necessarily because of the weights, but this, again, is just showing, of the people turning in tokens... This, they're, 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 they're even, you know, they're showing in less. It says more are participating in Guardian games, but Bungie said the same number of hunters are playing like they did before, just not in Guardian games. Oh, does it say that? Where does it say that hunters are not participating? Where does it say that? What paragraph? On day one of the event... Hunters won, not simply because there are more of them, but because a greater percentage of them showed up and contributed. On day 2, Titans arrived and began outperforming the Hunters, Warlocks are no doubt considering all the angles. The graph, This graph shows how many of each class actually participated, relative to how many characters each class had active during the prior 30 days of the event. You can see the tight correlation between more bodies in the game and the outcome of the competition. I'm not trying to say anyone's theory is right or wrong, but they aren't comparing hunters versus titans versus warlocks. They are showing hunters now versus hunters over the last 30 days. Titans now versus titans over the last 30 days, and warlocks now versus titans over the war- Yeah, right, 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 right. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, Milo. This is this is why this graph is so important. This this graph here is so important because it looks like a bunch of the hunters just switched teams. Cosmo said the numbers are the same. They're not just doing Guardian games like Titans are. Hunters are just not contributing as much. So the same number of hunters are logging in. Again, it just looks like, it looks like on April 25th, it looks like 10% less hunters. They're just not contributing. And then there's a 10% rise in Titans. It looks like they just shifted to, to the other team. or or as what Weezy is saying they're just going into PvP they're just hanging out in PvP and again they could literally grab their titan make a bunch of medals because it's quick on a titan and then they just switch to their hunter and go play crucible so there could still be more hunters than any other class but there are less hunters now so without the total number of players we cannot say whether the handicap is too strong or not yeah, I guess. I just feel like we're getting lost in conspiracy theories. Like, oh, well, hunters are playing, but they're just being, they're not they are not getting enough, they they're not getting weighted enough. You see what I'm saying? Like, April 21st should answer our quandary, right? April 21st was only a 3% increase for hunters and a 3% decrease in Titans. And that's all they needed was that 3% increase and they won. And then the next day, Titans go up by 2%. Warlocks go down and hundreds flatten out and then they lose and Titans win, which might give credence to what you're saying. Like if all it took was a 2% increase in Titans to win, you see what I'm saying? Think about that with me though, Wheezy. You're like, there's no conspiracy. Hundreds just aren't contributing. However, though, look at April 22nd, April 22nd might tell us the real story here. April 22nd basically says the same number of hunters we anticipated contributing contributing because they zero out. So that's that's a lot of hunters that actually did contribute on the 22nd, and a two percent difference of Titans contributing is all it took for the Titans to win. Just, <laughs> might the waitings might be off. All you needed was two percent more and you you win from that? now somebody might say oh it's because they contributed more medals too." April 22nd was a 10.4 points so yeah it compounded the problem like titans had a 2% rise and they contributed more medals look at the first swing it's more than 2% it was a 5% rally no 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 no, no weezy this is 2% higher than the last 30 day report it says right here it's not, it's not in relation to the 21st 30 days prior to the event beginning is what these are. It says this is relative to how many characters were active. So this is 2% higher than what folks were doing the pra- the previous 30 days. And that's all it took for Titans to win it. Was having a, a, a 2% increase in engagement. I believe the weightings are off and your theory is only further hurting everything. I'm saying the previous day, there was 3.4% 3, 4, 3, 4, 3. less Titans. No, 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 I get that. I get that. It's a 5% swing, Wheezy, but it's only a 2% increase from what Bungie projected. Bungie projected, this is the number of people that will, tune in, that, will that will tune in and play. These are potential players. So the Titans went 2% above the potential. So I get the 5% swing. I'm focused on potential players versus actual. So the, percent, the, the, the 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 potential players is here and they go up by 2% and then they win. Again, it's a, it's a double whammy. They April 22nd, 2% more played and they turned in more tokens. They 10.4 points versus a 9.8 on Hunters. So they they, they screamed ahead also consider that the way the flags work, when you hit 38%, your flag goes all the way to the top. You only need a 5% gain on, on the competition to have your flag go all the way to the top. So it looks like, oh my gosh, we're getting blown out of the water when it's like, well, no, they're only ahead by, you know, they're only ahead by 5% or 10% or something. Turn it around. If hunters went 2% above and Titans were at average should titans win. I don't know. I don't I don't want to overbake this and overdo this. We've talked about it a lot. It just looks to me like the first 2 days everything was closer together and then after April 23rd the trend started. Hunters disengaged and and Titans went up, which to me looks like people just switched to Titans. You know? People just switch to Titans. It's the, this blue, the, the rest of the trend here, the red bars go in a similar sloping pattern to the blue bars. That to me is as clear as freaking day what happened. The event influenced what class people chose. So, and this is the last question, so this is fine. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to continue to beat this to beat this to death. So next week we're going to talk about. You know they talked about changing bounties and the seasonal format. We have two more really great talks we can do from this twab. To me, we've beaten this horse to death. Titans are going to continue to just destroy this uh, competition. I believe they're so far ahead that they carry over a surplus every day in sandbag, whether it's intentional or not. I believe they carry a surplus every day and will never, Titans will never get unseated. And that's, I don't care. I played on my Titan more. Um, and I'll just continue to say it's more symptomatic of the games of the, of the, the events design than actual allegiance trends in the community. So if you're here, don't go anywhere. We got more to do and I got something really cool to show you. So don't leave. If you're listening on iTunes, Google play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at say no to rage.com. If you're here right now, click follow if you haven't. And if you're listening elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe.